Relieving stress from the weekend. It's always stress for me. Not just us, because we're able to talk about it, but we have our our fans at home who can who can hear our opinions. Hello, hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Cool Cool Cool. Cool down. Cool down. That's what I'm Here talking about, James. That's cool what I'm talking Did you press the right? Did you press the right? Yes, I pressed the right button. It seems like Selo's not pressing any buttons at the moment. <laughs> Just in case you hasn't noticed, uh, Selo has been, uh, or I think he is using his hotspot. So rub that shiny forehead well and his internet's working. That's his hotspot. Wonga Denga, Matt's been asking some hard questions. You guys lost on the weekend to Spurs. What's the question you want to ask him, Matt? Well, it's just uh, there was a promise made about a Foden haircut <laughs> if Spurs beat Arsenal, and then it went and happened. Take, there was fine print, there was some serious fine print in that statement. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the league, the league, I uh, would have never taken a chance on the outcoming match. Arsenal's horrific, no ways. It sounds like that clause that Aston Villa had for Graylish trying to keep him there for another season, that 100 million clause. I think Wonga's got some sort of clause in there. <clears throat> we know how that ended. He obviously left. So. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so, so are, you, are you there? Are you surviving? Hey, man, I'm trying, guys. I'm trying, guys. You know, uh, networking disappoints you at any point in time, and boom. Uh, here I am. Hopefully, you guys can hear me clearly. And I'm not acting. Nice, nice. Yeah, okay. That was convincing. Um, right, guys, Don't do a Donny from the peak on us. Yeah. Oh, we, were you there, thing, but you're not there. <laughs> the Donny Funner big thing though did you guys know that he was seen as a cheap alternative to Jack Ray Leash for Man United that's why they opted for him because he also had Champions League experience and they don't use him ever what the heck that doesn't make sense I can't understand it yeah. <laughs> I can't understand it but anyways yeah, I can't understand it that's the, that's the point it would be different if they used him the coach didn't, 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 didn't want the player the club just... oh oh I see the club decided on the player. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense then. Yeah. Okay. Well, just before we continue on, I just want to say we three we officially there are three days to go for until the Premier League starts, and we have created a fantasy league. So if you haven't joined it yet, the code is at the bottom. So feel free to join us. And obviously, let's see what you got. Let's see if you know more football than what Wonga does. Um <laughs> <Got> it. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so, so time for the, the big news. It was obviously Messi going to PSG. The move finally happened. It materialized and it happened very fast. I want to hear everyone's thoughts. And also, this news came out while we were recording last week and none of us took note of it. We all thought it was like hypotheticals up until we ended the show and all the links were sent to us. So anyway, yeah. Matt, let's, let's hear your take first. I think, you know, it's, it's for him it matches what his ambitions currently are. I think he still wants to play Champions League football. I think he wants to be in a side that's going to be able to maximize his skills. He's getting back with some players he's played with, people like Neymar. Um, it's, I don't know if it's official if, if Mbappe is still going to be staying at PSG because I know there's been a question mark about him. 
it would be fantastic if he does stay to see those three together, Neymar, Mbappe, Messi. I think that is an incredible front three, which obviously, surely PSG are looking to the Champions League with that move. The, the, they must be thinking this. It's, it's, if they can't do it now, what do they have to do? You know, how many more animals do they have to slaughter in some sort of ritual sacrifice in order to win the Champions League? So I think it's going to be really interesting to see the Champions League version of PSG. Maybe slightly disappointing as fans of the Premier League. It would have been really awesome to see Messi there. Um, and maybe in some ways you could argue he's maybe taken an easier option because PSG don't have as tough a league time as maybe some other clubs. But they moved fast. You know, PSG also, they like a bit of free business this, this window. You know, how many players have they got in on a free now? Yeah, Donnarumma went there yeah. on a free. Yeah. It's, Good players it's, it's on a free. crazy. Yeah, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty, and and I saw that obviously means that it looks like um, Pogba's not going to be going to PSG because apparently yeah. they only like players who are free, and Man United want that to be more of a transaction, which I think is good <laughs> news for United. Um, so, yeah, I think yeah. if Celo's internet connection was smooth, we'd be seen smiling with that comment. That's all I'm saying. I think the most important thing. Guys, if you can hear me, guys, you know that's the most important thing. Yeah. If you can hear me, yeah. can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Cut it's touching the yeah. oh, touching okay, go, but I'm good. not sure. I'm just gonna say, we know you're good well, actor. I think, we know you're good actor. Uh, about, about... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep going. <laughs> no, what, what 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 I will say about this, what what I will say about this move though is that uh, um, I would have liked to see. In a top three league, so you know, yes. um, La Liga or going to a a Premier League side, that would have been tougher for my 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 team, Man United. Uh, but it would have been great to see Messi in the Premier League. You know, um, doing it on a cold night. Uh, you know, in in I don't know Wolverhampton. What is it now? Cold night where? Is it was still great? Where where's the cold night now? Uh, cold night in Newcastle. <laughs> a cold night in Newcastle. Uh, so, so I would have liked to see Messi in a cold night in Newcastle. Uh, but yeah, but but it's uh, it, it'll be exciting to see him with Neymar again, and yeah, if Mbappe does stay, it'll be exciting to see him as well. Uh, but yeah, the, the 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 business that PSG has done is has been phenomenal. Uh, but I think uh, obviously the wages that they are paying are probably high, very high, because I didn't know that Neymar was already top three highest it's, paid players in the world. So now you're adding it's twenty five million well. pounds a year, um, twenty five million pounds on a two year deal, and then with the third option to extend, where he'll get a sign on fee of twenty five million pounds. So in total, I mean, do the math. It's seventy-five million just straight to Messi in his pocket, and that's after tax, by the way. Sorry, as you yeah. were settle. Yeah, no, you see exactly. So you you, you can already Same. see the numbers are, are crazy. You know, what I mean, the fact that he's getting those numbers after tax. Um. Yeah. It it it, it says all 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 you need to know about the transaction itself and it's great money for him. And I think Man City. Did want him, but because he heard that Barca are gonna um, sign him on a, on attention, thought okay, cool, let's now press on Grealish before this starts. And Pep is like, like oh, oh, damn it, could I have gotten my boy? You know, so I think I think the different people. All right, we're struggling there with Celo Wonga. You might as well just follow up onto what he's saying. I mean, like yeah. you said, Guardiola could he have gotten his boy? Yeah, I think if, if Cordiola had known, um, oh. uh, def- definitely he would have. Um, <laughs> definitely. Also, <laughs> why is he's even a pain picture? He 
The the director of Golan's TV there. That's interesting. Look at that. <laughs> does raise <does> questions. <laughs> anyway, sorry, one guys. You were. Oh wait, yeah, no, I didn't say man. anything. Shout out to Tapelo who's uh, joined us know. for the first time. Hey, hey. I don't know. What up, Tapelo? You tell. You tell me. <laughs> You talk. Yeah. See, when he doesn't want to answer a tough question, he's just going to stagger it out like I'll, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, the question I've got about this whole Messi situation is Pochettino. Also, what can happen if you do leave Spurs? You end up with uh, an M&M sort of situation, Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi. I mean, it just yeah. makes you think What's about Pure The boss leave now as well. Hmm? Which boss? No, no, no. That's it's what he's saying. It's it's Poch leaves Spurs and really like you know falls upwards there. Lands at PSG yeah. with this incredible squad. Um, yeah, it's a dream come true for Poch. Um, he's always going to have a place in my heart, obviously, as a Spurs fan, and I'm really happy for him. I really do hope he can go all the way this year. I really hope they have a lot of success because Poch deserves it. He's such a hardworking coach. He really takes the time to get to know the 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 team and the, the fans, the whole structure around the club. He's just a fantastic guy. Um, I think for, for me, the bigger question mark it leaves is what does this mean for Barcelona? I mean, they seem to be unraveling. Yeah. Aguero, I saw today Aguero's out for 10 weeks with an injury sustained in training. So they really mm. are. And, and even apparently they're even is the signings. Is it a genuine injury? Is it a genuine injury? I think that's I don't know. Maybe I think it is, but I don't know if it's just a training injury. Or if he saw what's going on around him and he just punched a wall one day, just walked into the box <laughs> at training, which is just like, you yeah. know, puts himself out of commission. But it was that yeah, day. So, what, what was it? There was like a 24 hour period where his agents were doing the best they could to try and get him out of the deal. And I think maybe that's where yeah. the injury occurred. He smashed that ball during that time and the agents went, look, look, nothing's happening. You, you got to stay. Yeah. <laughs> but I think. Barca have got a serious problem on their hands. I mean, hey, welcome at... back, Silo. I'm back. I'm good, guys. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> they, you know, they came back for me. Came back for me. Did Ooh, they bring yeah. you your internet? They brought yeah, you your right. internet. Yeah, guys. Whoever, whoever was complaining, need to watch group. They made sure, man. They made sure. That is probably clicking like 50 million times and saying, why doesn't thing work? You know what I mean? So... Yeah, this wasn't too long, man. Hey, it was a bit painful there that I couldn't hear you guys, and you guys probably could hear hear parts of me. Uh, you guys and see parts of you. You guys see probably thought that, you guys probably thought that I was going to PSG myself. You guys thought they were signing me as well. Um, I am not. <laughs> no, no, no. We were I'm, never. I'm we're not, never in fear of that. I have not, not signed. <laughs> not signed a free, <laughs> I have not signed a free transfer to PSG as yet, guys. Uh, we are still sorting out my personal terms. Um, I would like a sign-on bonus. Um, and yeah, and, and a couple other things. Okay, let's start with the Wi-Fi. Uh, let's fix the Wi-Fi, and then we can talk about other things. Yeah, but I, I do want to. I do want to say this though. Like, if you are ever in doubt of not trying to do something, I mean, the fact that we are trying to attempt a live stream show in South Africa with poor connectivity issues. I mean, anything is possible. Right, Wonga, you were saying. I was Yo. saying that the Pochettino thing. The question I wanted to ask about Pochettino inheriting these players and the squad that he has. For me, the fear is the question is going to be asked whether or not he's a good enough coach. But in this sort of situation, we've seen at Barcelona and, and, and a lot of the time when you get these sort of players, the coach tends to fall in the background and it's more the players just going out there doing their job. So I've got big worries for Pochettino 
in terms of whether or not it plays out for him the way in which the club expects it to? Uh, I don't think I don't. Yeah, I don't think Pochettino is a good coach. Like like Matt said, I don't, I don't personally think he'll have a a problem. No. Uh, do you think, do you think with... Pochettino is a good coach? No, but he. No, meant, I said, he is. No, no, I said I agree with I agree with Matt. He is a good coach. No. Oh, he is. Oh, he said, yeah, he is yeah. No. Oh. Oh. I was about to say coming from a guy who's got Arteta. Ooh, that was gonna be a bit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, no, I know my situation very well, guys. Trust me. Um, I think I, I do think he'll manage uh, manage them. Uh, I think obviously Messi, Messi, best player. One of the best players in the world. You can we can argue it, whatever. But uh, he's, I think he's a professional person, same as Ronaldo. He'll probably be professional. They'll get in there, and I think Pochettino will be able to manage. That. I mean, look, Pochettino did not win. If I'm not mistaken, he, they didn't win the league last season. Um, they lost to, to to Lille, and he still had a, a decent squad. I think. I mean, Messi. Looking at what he's done at Barca, I mean, the last time he scored less than 30 goals, he probably couldn't walk. Um, but like, I, I think definitely he's going to he's going to probably put in another thirty for them um, at at PSG, and he's just that good. Um, he'll just do exactly what Poch wants. They'll have to play around him. I don't think they'll have much of a problem really. It'll be a clean win for PSG. But it'll be interesting to see how many how many uh, fans PSG get now, guys, because already yeah, I, hey, think, hey. I think they're, they're it's going to be massive. A, they're already an attractive club. Um, I, 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 for one, have always liked their kids. Um, their kids have been always looking, have always looked good, yeah. and so on. Yes. And I think now mm. even more, yeah. more people, people are already talking about buying their kid, their away kit, the one that's got pink and white, whatever. Pink one, yeah. Because the mm. white with the pink, because it looks nice. Now people are just going to mm. be buying it. It's just going to sell out. It's going to literally sell out. Yeah. Um, it's going to be crazy. I don't know, you guys, if you guys saw the. Um, the, the the whole you know people outside the 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 the, the airport yesterday yeah. waiting and then today obviously they were waiting again and obviously they finally saw their man and it's just crazy in in, in Paris guys I think it's just gonna be it's gonna be a sellout crowd and they're gonna be getting all their they're gonna be international fans coming to watch PSG at the Parc de Princesse you know what I mean you know but and I think that that side of it is really interesting because I saw a thing today that reckons Barcelona are gonna lose as much as 160 million. In income because yeah. of Messi leaving, because of the the oh, merchandise they sell related to him, yeah. which is huge. You got to think about that. What that means for for PSG and also Barca, who are already cash strapped. I don't know if they can afford to just drop 160 mil out their mm. balance book. So yeah. I think that's a that's a, it's a that side of the game. I think we we sometimes we it kind of slips under the radar. We don't realize. No, that's true. But that's like true. even yeah, like what you're saying, Matt. In terms of the, the damage that. Um, that uh, the Barcelona, like what in terms of looking at looking at from Barcelona's point of view, I think, yo, I, I'm, I just when I hear how, when you hear how Messi leaves the club, you're just trying to think to yourself. I mean, okay, look, there's there's definitely people that are that have been paid to to know about these formalities in in the league when you should be signing contracts, when they especially when they should be able to sign players. And for me, I don't know. I felt like it's a, I felt it's very careless to not. Uh, to to lose a player so big on such a a small technicality, shouldn't someone have known, or is it no. something that just came up this year? Or no, knows no, the details what, what, this. He, uh, he knows how this all unfolded. It is Joseph by Tom by Tom Yu's fault. The former president, it's his fault. The financial situation that Barca in is because of the former president. Firstly, 
Griezmann gets 800,000 euros a week. 800,000 euros a week. Mm-hmm. Then um, De Jong gets 400,000 euros a week. You know what I mean? De Jong was probably getting 50,000 50, uh, euros a week at Ajax. And then now you literally... Yeah. What, what is times eight, guys? What, uh, Matt, you know English better than me, man. What's, what, what, what is it uh, to multiply something by eight? You're not quadrupling your salary. What is what times uh, eight? Uh, optupling? Oh, yeah, something like you're that. Optupling. Octupling. 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 I was wondering why it's like, you know English. I was like, bro, where's he going with his math question? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. So, so, so you I said, did he finish? So you're optupling his, his salary by giving 400,000 euros when he was getting 50,000 euros at, 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 at IX. You know what I mean? And all and there's other players who are also getting ridiculous yeah. amounts of money. Uh, Milan Pjanic is getting 300,000 uh, euros a week. So all of these players, right, is that yeah. Barca's salary cap is too high, Wonga. You know what I mean? So cool. Yeah. If, um, even if Messi took a pay cut, right, right, yeah. they are still over their salary cap. Because what, what's mm-hmm. happened right now is that is that um, what's, La Liga has changed their rules for these salary caps. They've, they've brought in these salary caps so that um, teams cannot obviously spend more than um, what 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 they make type of thing. You know, what I mean, yes. so you have to make it's a percentage of your revenue that you can spend as as, as a salary. So obviously now they've brought that, and that's already skewed, by the way, because we know already, that, that Real Madrid and Barcelona receive more than the rest of the league. So, so yeah. the salary cap again, it's to that that concept we spoke earlier. It favors the bigger side yeah. as is, but it and just shows new, you how they've abused the system. Yeah, and this new season, this this season is the first season where it's equal broadcast rights. So La Liga's always been skewed, as, as Claudia said it. So now this new season is broadcast rights like the Premier League, equal across across each team. So obviously each team will get the same amount and so on. But then also there's a, there's another uh, uh, part, um, is this whole CVC deal, this new uh, private equity company that's coming in to take to take ten percent of La Liga's share, so they'll they'll they're gonna they're gonna um, um, put in money into La Liga, and then each club is gonna get a certain amount of money from this whole deal, but. La Liga tries to try to force um, uh, Barcelona's ha- hand and said, "You guys can register Messi if mm. you sign the, CV- the CVC deal." So Laporte said that I'm going to put the club ahead of Messi. I am not going to sign this deal, and that's going to mean that we can't sign Messi. And that's what he did. He didn't sign the deal, and that meant they couldn't sign Messi. Mm. So their condition was, "You can sign Messi if you sign the CVC deal." So you will see even now today that Real Madrid okay. uh, are taking La Liga president to court. And taking CVC to court as well, so um, Barca and Real Madrid are on the same side um, with this rega- with regards to this whole deal, and saying that they they don't want to be a part of this whole CVC deal because they feel that they weren't properly uh, consulted and so on, and it's not beneficial for them in terms of how much they're going to get because each team is going to get the same amount of money. Each team is going to get, I think, about two point three billion um, euros uh, uh, euros for this deal. Uh, so they don't feel it's 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 just and fair um, in terms of this deal, and obviously they still want the Super League. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes so sense. Madness. So it's madness, mm. man. It's madness. So, so yeah. But hey, man, I the think, big question I think... around the Super League. The one thing I want to talk about, obviously, Kuketsol saying, you know, they're not getting the fans, but they're definitely selling the jerseys in Paris. Uh, but but we... she's but she but she's a she's a, a Barca fan, so so. She's she's trying to speak for all Barca fans. I know there's definitely a lot of Barca fans that are going with him to PSG because there was because there were Man United fans that left Man United. Okay, they didn't leave Man United. They just cut themselves in half and then they left mm. some of the uh, some of themselves in uh, Manchester and then the other part went to uh, Madrid. So I don't think that's what's going to happen to some some fans. 
So I think it's going to happen to kept... a lot of fans. I think, yeah, I think that's going to be most most of these Barcelona. I mean, are they really going to stick around and watch Memphis Depay lead the line there at Barcelona? No, let's be honest. I think that's the question. But but what I want to talk about is now they're selling these jerseys. Legal. I mean, they're going to they're going to benefit greatly, especially from a broadcasting perspective. People want to see this unfold. But the question is, this is going to be a stroll in the park for Paris now. For, for PSG. Is it really going to be that interesting? I mean, if I'm Pochettino and my mandate is to win the Champions League, I would rest Messi for most of the games and then whip him out for the Champions League and be like, bro, we all know that's what you want. Let's, let's just, you know, we'll, warm, we'll use the league as warm-up games. Am I wrong in saying this? Well, I think there'll be pressure on them in the league because they didn't win last season. I think if they'd strolled last season, it'd be a different story. But they finished second. Um, it was a big upset. And I think, so in that regard, I think... Poch and, and PSG have a big task on their hands. I think they've, there's that added pressure. They've now got Messi as well. If they don't walk the league and I would say win the Champions League, there will be, there'll be a lot of people saying this, was, this, is, yeah. this constitutes a failure. So I think there, there is a lot of pressure there, more than there was pre-Messi signing. Um, so I, I don't think he can afford to necessarily rest him a lot. I think he's going to have to manage him because you, know, you can't just play him every minute of every game. But I think that there's... there's I don't think that certainly in and around Paris, there's not going to be a sense of, oh, don't worry about the league. We'll concentrate on the Champions League. I think they're going to expect, much like Barca did every season. You know, Barca expected to win everything every season, you know, and I, I think it's going to be the same at PSG. Okay. Yeah. Question I've I got, Jeff, for Mbappe, though. Is this a good move for him? Because we know he's been looking, he's been tempting, other, or being tempted rather by other clubs or the idea of playing somewhere else. This messy thing, does, he, does it keep him there? For a little while longer, or is it actually going to hit him in terms of progress? If he's, I mean, yeah, I think, look, if next? for me, he's, he's, if he's, or if, if PSG can afford him, that's the first thing. If they can afford both, um, then we say, does Mbappe have the choice of staying? And if he decides to stay, I think that'll be a good decision for him. Uh, if you're looking at Messi, he's not just a goal scorer, he's also a, a person who assists. We saw, and I think. Yeah. Uh, the way Mbappe plays as well, if they can all be clicking, all the three of them, they'll get a lot of goals. Messi's always, Messi, Neymar, in the past have succeeded in a, in a, in a trio up front. And Messi's done it probably his whole life. Um, and he's yeah. changed people around him. And he's still managed to keep those goals uh, above 30 and assists as well, probably over 10, um, per season. Um, so I think if Mbappe stays, he's definitely going to be scoring more goals. Um, if he puts the ball on target, he'll get more opportunities. That's, that's for sure. In, in the French what, League, yeah. Yeah, but that's from an immediate football sense, right? For this season, he should yeah. be doing that because of the players he's playing with. But for me, from his career perspective, what I'm asking you guys, he's missed that penalty, that crucial penalty in the Euros, ultimately cost, cost France. We know he's not the full yeah. article yet. He's now playing with arguably the GOAT, one of two GOATs, hypothetically. He's already got the other players in his squad. In terms of a young player and psychologically moving forward, is this a very big thing for him or does he need that challenge in a different sort of space to be his own man? <laughs> You know what I mean? I think he does. I think he does. Not this season, not, not this coming season, though. I think as a player, man, I think you always want to play with the best players in the world, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but also, you want to also um, go on your own path. And I feel that Mbappe stays at PSG another year. Real Madrid try and lure him and already say that, okay, cool, your dream has always been to play for Real Madrid. Um, come through next season for a free transfer. We give you a huge um, salary package um, at, at, at Madrid. And then you can be our main guy. 
You know, what I mean, and I think he's already got a position on the left wing at 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 Madrid that that's that is kind of unchallenged. Um, if you think about it, you know, I, I don't think um anyone has taken control of that um left wing position that that used to be occupied by CR7. So I think that Mbappe stays another year and then moves along. I think, guys, yeah. this team is. It's it's not that there's going to be egos, right? Because I don't think that Messi um, ruffles feathers uh, and so on. But I think that um, Messi and Neymar they already have a great um, bromance going on, and I think that is cool. They can stay like that, and then Mbappe can shift on after a season. You know, what I mean, I think it's just ridiculous. Could, could you imagine being Poch? They're not doing what he's asked them to do at halftime. You got Ramos there, you got Don Rama there, you got Messi, Neymar, and they all just look at you and say no. What do you do? No, I but think, they. I, I think they're no, professional. They're professional. I think they've yeah they've <laughs> they've won what they've won because they listen. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't think I think it's very rare that you get instances of open revolt from a squad towards a manager. I mean, look, Newcastle was still listening to Steve Bruce last season. I don't think I think it takes a lot for players. That <laughs> <laughs> were they though? They were listening. If Nick was here, they'd say you know they were listening to the assistant. That's that's yeah, maybe. Really but but that. I think the, the the point is there'll always be someone in the dressing room they're going to listen to. The, the, it's the structure of the thing. You listen to your manager. You do the job. Um, yeah. It might be a different story if results start to really turn. But I think week in week out, if things are ticking along, they'll listen to him. And I think also you know. Don't forget, as much as you know, Poch didn't win anything at Spurs, but he's a very respected player. He had a very good playing career. He played at the highest level yeah. in Spain. They'll know him by reputation. He is also Argentinian, so that, that Messi and, and him are going to get along in that regard. I think there's going to be a lot of mutual respect there. Um, and mm-hmm. he is, from, from all accounts, a very good manager, very good coach, and gets the best out of his players. Yeah. Very good at building that bond. He definitely did that at Spurs. You saw the camaraderie that was developed amongst the squad under him um, and how easy that can be undone under someone like Mourinho. And I think... In that regard, they'll respond to him and it gives him an opportunity to really kind of show what he can do if he's got sort of, you know, if you, you, you put the cheat mode in on Football Manager, that's the squad you're going to build at PSG. So <laughs> he, gets to, he gets to show what he could, could do. You imagine, with... Could you imagine downloading <laughs> Football Manager for the season? You would just start at PSG and try to win the Champions League. Exactly. What do. What's your budget? <laughs> and imagine still having like an extra 100 million pounds on top of the team that you have. Yeah, like, a transfer <laughs> budget because all these players have come for free. So it's, it's a huge win for him. I think, I think it's, it's, it, it is a massive test of all involved, not just of Poch. I think of the entire squad. This is a big test of can you live up to the hype? You know, they've been brought in on this as a huge amount of expectation. Everyone's going to be talking about them going into the Champions League. No one's going to – there'll be other, other teams that are there, thereabouts, but people are going to be saying, PSG, surely this is the year they do it. Um, and similarly to what happened – to Juventus with the first season they had Ronaldo everybody was like oh this must be the year this year they're going to turn it around they've they've gotten so close before now they've got Ronaldo they're going to get over and that expectation isn't always a good thing so I think yeah. that'll be an interesting dynamic in the Champions League um, and it does like we've said it poses a lot of questions about what does this mean for Barcelona in the future um, have the, has the Premier League missed a trick um, it's been a while since you could argue that the best player in the world was playing in the Premier League um, and I think that's potentially another you know, slight damage to the brand, the the quote unquote best league in the world. Um, so it's a lot of interesting permutations out of this messy move. Well, fair enough no, to Spurs. They were the one club that did try in the Premier League. Let's let no, what we can hear. No, guys, huh? Where's the facts about this? I heard you guys speak about it when I still had Wi-Fi <laughs> issues, and I wanted to I wanted to scream and say. What nonsense is this? Because look, yeah. it's, it's as factual as anything else on the internet. I read about it. Apparently, there were only three clubs that officially contacted Messi's 
representatives after the it was announced. It was Atletico Madrid, PSG, and Spurs. Which I think, I think it's, it must have been sort of it, it must oh, have been endearing. Oh, you know, kind of oh, the champions damn. of the league. Uh, You're leaving, the, just the, taking a cheeky bed there, going, "I'm on." He's like. You know, that's the ego of the man, to be fair. Yeah. He thinks his name's up there. He thinks he get can his, just make get his a phone people call, on the phone. Can you imagine, though, Messi's agent having a word with him? Like, so we've had a couple of offers. So it's the champions, it's, it's the champions of Spain, Atletico Madrid. Want to go have a go, do the, the, the tough second album. They'd like you to be their front man. PSG, they want to be favourites in the Champions League. They want you. And then there's this club from London. Not that one. Not Chelsea. <laughs> not Chelsea. Spurs. <laughs> you would have gone again. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what are they offering? What are they offering? <laughs> he would have been like, Donde esta biblioteca? <laughs> Where's the library? Been, it would have been, it would have been oh, fantastic. Damn, I think, man. I think it, you know, as much as it's funny that Spurs went for it, I'm surprised that no other Premier League club at least picked up a phone. You know, they said May United um, put forward 50 million, um, I think, Euro, what, 50 million euros. And I think, yeah, I mean, Messi wanted 37, what, 37 and a half a season, so, or 35 a season, whatever it is that he's going to get now. So He was forcing that. He's like, if you yeah, want to play in, in Newcastle, you better be paying me at least 50 million pounds and, more. And, That's and, what the, and the thing is, is that I think Man United want to mess up its structure, wage structure. There's a lot of things that Man United are trying to change about themselves mm. as a club. And I think one of the things is to make sure that we are not doing Sanchez money ever again, where we're doing yeah. Sanchez is um you what if you if you if you think about the second highest paid player, Sanchez earns double that the second highest paid player in the team. So that never made sense because it resulted in a a, a matter an issue where Rashford and Marshall said, hey man, we play better than this guy. We gotta get you know the money. So yeah. imagine now hmm. Messi comes in at that month. Pogba would have asked you guys, "Are you guys? Where's my money? Give me the same, guys. Or just offer me the same. Yeah. Or offer me or offer me thirty percent less than Messi." And yeah, it's always that always happens in football. Or once I think United would have had leg to stand on. They would have been like Pogba. Sure, where are your Ballon d'Ors? Yeah, man. But I, I, I feel I feel that Adidas Adidas should have helped Man United to put the, to get this over the line. Um, I agree with I think, you. Because Man United yeah. is the second is the second biggest club that's sponsored by Adidas after Real Madrid, so it's an easy it's an easy win for them. Um, or you can argue as, as as Bayern Munich as well, but 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 we've got more we've got more revenue and just literally place him. Man United yeah. comes to Man United. Um, Adidas signs a check, says guys, we'll cover half the salary. Let's go, let's make it happen. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah, but that mm. guys, I just want to talk about. We're gonna move on here. The Greylish Man City move. I know we spoke about it last week, hence when the man's, when the Messi sort of story broke. But what I want to ask you guys with regards to Grealish is, is this move a good one for his career? Or should it be, because he came out recently now saying Messi, he saw him in the press conference, him crying. He's like, he, he cried at Aston Villa too when he left it. But he's also come out like wanting to go to Man City. So is this the right choice for him in the next steps as a 26-year-old Premier League footballer being regarded as, as the most expensive English transfer in history? It's hard to judge this early on. I think we're going to have to give it a season or two. It's like the same with the Sterling move. When Sterling first went to City, there was a lot of question marks. Is this the right thing to do? You know, has he done it for the right reasons? Is this going to benefit his career? I think now we can look back on it and see, on balance, Sterling's done very well out of that move. Moving to City was exactly the right thing for him to do. Um, and I think the the test is is going to be if Grealish can keep his performance levels up for the co- over the course of two seasons, does he still kind of 
become a linchpin, an important part of the team? Does he play every week? Is he still creating as many chances? Um, and I think, so it's very hard to say. I think he's made the right move in the sense that the easy thing to do would be maybe to stay at Villa and not take those risks. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I think, you know, he would have been a club legend. You look at the likes of Mark Noble, Stephen Gerrard. It's okay to stay at one club and do the best you can. And that, and but I think there's an opportunity. There's an opportunity for. Um, I'm taking. I'm taking the list of names that you brought out. <laughs> it's, it's one it's like club man, you know. Like you're putting Mark Noble and at the same level. <laughs> In terms of staying at the same club and becoming a club legend, no, and it's a similar thing because if you think about it, Gerard could have left Liverpool earlier on in his career for Chelsea and maybe would have won more. And there's that, there is always that question mark. I think we can all agree Gerard probably did the right thing. I think he had a fantastic career. He's an absolute yeah, legend at Anfield, true. all of that. And similarly, Grealish could have done the same at, at, at Villa and would have been no harm done. I think he's taken a step where he's decided, what if I could do that little bit more? What if I could um, achieve and become the central player at a club that's winning stuff every year? And I think that's, a, the, the, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. But we won't know if it was the right move for maybe a year or two. You've got some answers here. You, you've got some, some yeah. answers you've got to give out to this question. Was that a jab at Stephen Gerrard? If so, it's time for you to leave, Matt. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you feel like Stephen Gerrard staying at Liverpool is an insult to him, maybe you need to leave. No, no, you support it, it that wasn't team. the comparison to Mark Noble. That, that, was, that was the jab. That, that killed that me, that, that killed me. That killed me. I stand by my words. I stand by my words. I didn't say... <laughs> I wasn't comparing them as footballers or as dudes, you know. Simply <laughs> situational. The, the one thing I do want to mention about this Grealish move in terms of if we're going to compare it to where Kane's at right now, Spurs and Levy, you know, firstly, Levy being ambitious enough to try and get Messi, that also shows the kind of man that Kane is dealing with. But in the difference of this Grealish move was there was a clause in his contract that said that he had signed previous season. It was a 100 billion yeah. clause. Now, the, the situation yeah, that caused conflict between club and player was the fact that the club had the clause, it was a secret clause, which to the rest of Europe is illegal, but not in England, said it was expiring on the 7th of August. So they were trying to hold out until then. They had even made offers. Yeah, they had called. They had called. So the bid was made on the Friday, which was the 6th. They didn't choose <laughs> to accept it. They didn't choose to accept it despite having the agreement with the player. They then spoke to Man United, said, listen, is there a player swap deal? They also then tried speaking to Real Madrid, is there a player swap deal? One of the main concerns for them giving this player to Man City was for the fact that they want this league to remain competitive, arguably. But it could also just be a greedy situation where they're trying to get better players. What? Come in I never knew all of this, man. Yes, but the other kicker yeah. to all of this was the players that they signed pre-selling Grealish was your Buendia, the guy that was tied to go to Arsenal. Those players were sold the, the story or the project, so to speak, that Grealish would be there next season. And now the lad is gone. Ah. So these, I'm, I'm curious to see how this is going to affect... They did Aguero on him. Yeah, they charged Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> they didn't Aguero yeah, They didn't Aguero on him. Yeah, they didn't Aguero on him. So those are some key factors out of this. So I'm curious to see. Will this affect Villa, guys? Yeah, Yo, man, I, I think it will, man. Like, guys, that 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 is that is um, Stephen Gerrard type type level player that's leaving a club. You know, what I mean, if Stephen Gerrard had left Liverpool all those years ago, I think they would have um, had Wait, a just, couple just, of hiccups. Did you, can you just correct that? 
Steven if Gerard, Steven Gerrard had left Noble. Liverpool or Mark Noble had left West Ham, it's impossible to know the past. That <laughs> <laughs> is true. He would have stabilized. Like they could Mark have been. A, they could have. The pair of them could have gone to Chelsea, become a central midfield pairing that lived in history. We don't know. <laughs> no, I, no, no. I don't think it was or Chelsea. Mark Noble. Mark, Even Mark, though he was London. Mark yeah. Noble got got uh, West Ham back into the Premier League, guys. That's, that is historic. No one's ever done that, guys. Um, Gerard Fair even enough. hasn't done that to Liverpool. Uh, but yeah, uh, but but I'm thinking that Grealish, guys... <laughs> <laughs> so now you're saying Mark Noble is better than Gerard. We're taking it one step further. Read between the lines. I was just putting stuff out there, but you've gone and compared no, them directly. Man. I don't even know There's what something... to say to this anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> man. Off, off scripture. This is not okay. I mean, no, we are meant to be off no, script, it's... but I don't like where this is headed. <laughs> no worries, man. No worries. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. Gerard will always be a legend, man. Uh, but, but yeah, I think like Villa, man. I can feel that. Um, listen, they they had a great season last season. Top ten team last season. Definitely thought that they could push on into becoming a top eight team. You know, um, they could compete with with your likes of Leeds and Arsenal for that top for that and Everton for that number eight position. The log, you know, what I mean, I think, and even they could even pull in the Spurs into that top eight discussion. You know, so they were there. And they were there, they were thereabouts. But um, I think with this, um, they, will, they will struggle. Uh, but it will be also good to see how Bailey does in the Premier League. I think he's done very well at Bayer Leverkusen. And then obviously Danny Ings as well as a proven goal scorer with Ollie Watkins up front. And Buendia has done well at Norwich and so on. So it'll be interesting. But yeah, man, it's, it doesn't look good for, for Villa. Um, and they, they look like they were on the up again, man. I think maybe they'll, they'll become a... Maybe a number 11, number 10. But who knows? It's the Premier League, guys. No one said West Ham was going to come number five, guys. So And they did. Or six. Yeah. Six, yeah, six. Yeah. yeah, look, I think you, you can't lose a player like Grealish without feeling it in some way. Um, they've got a mm. solid squad. They've got some fantastic players, like like Celo said. But at the same time, I think there's going to be uh, a big kind of question mark over how they adapt, especially if all of this is true around promises made to players and stuff. I think that's... You know, there, there will be a little bit of some noses bent out of shape about that. But again, yeah. they are all professionals. Like, no one promises you who's going to be there. Um, so There we go, so. Uh, Matt. Jason, justifying what you said there. Mark Noble <laughs> is now the longest-serving one-club player in Europe after Messi left. And those are the facts I was dealing in, <laughs> is is what I'm saying. You, you're very sensitive okay. about Gerard, which is okay. But, but um, what club players? What club they, they don't make them anymore. No, exactly. Who, exactly. who are you talking I don't, about now? And, West Ham? One club yeah. players. Yeah, yeah. They don't, they they don't, make, they they don't make them anymore. One Trent, club, Trent no. would love it. Trent is on the way there. He would love it. Let's be honest. If he could, yeah, he would. Tr- Rashford, Rashford as well is on the way there. Oh, no, no. Rashford's on the way out. It's easy to be a one club player at a club that wins stuff regularly, though. That's also like Giggs doesn't really count in that discussion That's if you think about true. it. Because they were true. like, would they have stayed there if they weren't winning stuff? If, so you've got to look at players who. Could have who chose to stay instead of moving win the, for silverware. Who, who, who did win the Premier League but stayed regardless? I understand why. Yes, there was a discussion. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fair <laughs> enough. Let's move on. <laughs> We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. Um, gents, before we talk about the rest of the Premier League updates, we know the Premier League is starting again. If you haven't joined our Fantasy League, don't check it out. Let's see if you know more than Wonga. I know Kuketz already agrees with you, Wonga. Let's see if anyone else knows more than him. But Wonga, Denga, Lukaku, Chelsea. Hey, are we getting a prize? I heard there's a rumor about a prize for the win of the Fantasy, guys. Yes, yes, yeah, there is. I heard, I heard they get a to, prize. 
but but they get to die Wonga's hair. They get to die Wonga's <laughs> hair when Arsenal lose to Spurs. That's also a running bet for the season, by the way. If and when Arsenal lose to Spurs, Wonga has agreed to the fact that his hair will be bleached like Phil Foden's in the Euros. Okay, that's great. That's dope. That's dope. Yep. Let's, let's make yep. it happen. Let's make it happen. Wait, We're talking about the clauses. Does it still count if Kane remains at Spurs? Yeah, Look, I'll make it fun for you guys. Yeah, I was going to say if Kane, Kane was not there, but I'll make it fun for you guys. And I'll say, yeah, if Spurs, if, even if Kane is there or not, goodness me. Get in, Wonga! Yes. I don't know. Like, I just, I just wonder if Wonga's going through something. Because of all the, of all of us to bet against who would lose against Spurs, I feel like Arsenal are the one that are least likely to be able to help <laughs> you out at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they win this time. I don't know. Uh, but look, I think I mean, you look, just want a pack- haircut, and you need a reason. You need a valid reason to do it. In which case, I'm happy to help you, Wonga. We're going to do this. <laughs> We're going to have to discuss the T's and C's after this, after this uh, discussion. Yeah, Right, guys. Chelsea no Lukaku. Chelsea Lukaku, this thing. Mosa, yes. like I said, he was I told him it was going to happen. Hey, I, said, I, 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 could, I could see it happening, guys. I could see this happening, guys. But yes. I, think Mosa, I think Mosa as well needs to put some respect on Lukaku's name, guys. I think a lot. As, 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 a, as a player... In Italy for two seasons, he's become a better player. Um, firstly, I think his creativeness has 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 come through a bit more, and I think he's he, he's led the line for 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 Inter. You know, to Inter being in the top four, to Inter then now winning the Serie A. It's a lot, guys. You know, um, Juventus was dominating Serie A for so long, and then now Lukaku and Lautaro Martinez. That combination was was great up front. Uh, Lukaku was, I think, he was the best player in in, in Serie A. Um, over Ronaldo mm-hmm. and other players, you know he scored. He scored crucial goals, guys, and he was and also for Belgium, he's been on fire for Belgium, scoring probably a, a goal a game. So I think, yeah, this price tag is probably justifiable. Um, I think these are the prices yeah. that we are going for. If you are paying um, what you're paying for players like Timo Werner who can't score a goal, um, it makes and, a Man United you know, fan sleep better at night, though. No. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get four to five million um yeah. from the deal as well. So we get we get we get a exactly. we get five a five percent sell on close from from whatever inter sell um uh, Lukaku at. So whatever the price is, we're gonna get if it's a hundred million um euros, we'll get five five million euros. So whatever it is, we get five percent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, like looking at the whole thing, it's like like uh, Silo said, <laughs> you could see it happening. It wasn't um it, mm, it, was it definitely was not out of the yeah. It's not a surprise. Um, and the way that Tina Werner was, uh, I mean, performing, it, you, you uh, I'm just, I'm, I won't lie to you, I was, I was very surprised that Musa wouldn't want a player like that in the team. And I, I just want to see, uh, uh, I wish Musa was here, I want to see see him uh, when Lukaku starts uh, banging in those goals from sprints, uh, from hold-up play, from headers. We'll see what the response is then. Unless what happens is Lukaku doesn't score, and then we know it's not about the players; it's something going on at Chelsea. The break strikers, <laughs> and then that warrants its own investigation. What's in the water? What are they doing? Like, are they? T- yeah. Do they? Does the boot guy give them the shoes on the wrong foot? What's happening I mean, at as, Chelsea? As, as the one who normally approves or signs off on all the conspiracy theories, I am. That is on top of my list. There, I think that's a decent. We need to keep eyes on the striker situation at Chelsea because they broke Torres. They've broken Werner. 
Remember, even Hernan like, Crespo went there a while ago, and he yeah, also Crespo, just couldn't yeah. score goals anymore. Yeah. So there's Mate, something. Matea Kesman also struggled. Andrei Chevchenko also struggled. And they've papered over the cracks because Drogba can power through anything. You put him out there, shoes on the wrong foot, you know, blinkers on his eyes. Tape his one leg behind his back. He's still scoring goals. Nothing stops him. While his hairlines are sealed. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but yeah, but this is a good question for, from Koketsu in terms of what does it mean for Werner and 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 Havertz. Uh, well, we know the first question. The, the, the answer for the first question. Yeah, Timo Werner is out. He's finished. He's eating that bench. Splinters in the ass. That's but, what's but happening what, for. But what Wonga said is is quite true. Don't you think they'll he's out, out, out out on the left? They'll have to. They will try. They'll have to because they've spent the money, and I think he mm. might. It will definitely take the pressure off him. So if they do go with him and play play him, it's going to yeah. be a good thing for him because Lukaku is expected to score the goals. He'll get into those good positions. And maybe we might see a better Werner as opposed to the pressure being him being the main man leading the line. So that's a possible thing. Yeah. They will have to do it. They will have to try and fit him into the team because they can't exactly just throw around for 50 million pounds for a guy and then flog him. Although there have been discussions in the transfer news with him going somewhere else. The question about Ooh. habits though, I don't think this is going to affect him much. I think that this is a quality, quality player, in my opinion. Yeah, no, Habit, just a Habit, huge Habit is quality. Is quality. It's better for him. Right. Now he actually gets assists. Instead of yes. just passing and balls just going wide. That's true. Yeah. Someone who's better for him. Make runs in ha- behind as well for him. I think Havertz's yeah. best position is on the right-hand side, I think. Excuse me, Percy. Uh, thank or, you. Or... Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm glad you weren't doing this. Hey, Percy. Sorry, Wong. As you were, Sonal. Uh, we appreciate Claudia's, that comment. As you, as you can see, Claudia's not used to compliments. <laughs> he's just hey, suffered through 20 minutes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's okay, just suffered man. through 20 minutes of comparing Gerard to nobody. He'll take it where he can get it, you know. Uh, <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. No, thanks, thanks, thanks a lot, Percy. Thanks a lot, Percy. It's always good to to, to see familiar faces in the comments there. Uh, but, yeah. but, but, but uh, I think definitely Kai Havertz, he, he's shown that he's a very versatile player. He can play as a 10, he can play as a, as a 9, as a false 9. So I think he's got a bit more going for him as opposed to uh, Timo Werner, where Timo Werner didn't play well in the team. Kai Havertz played very well after he had COVID. So he, he got yeah. COVID and then he had took a bit of time to get back into the team. And then once he got back into the team, playing as a false 9, he did very well, scored the Champions League uh, final goal as well. So I think he's sorted. But I think that Chelsea do need to sell players, guys. Um, bring in Lukaku. Mm. They need to sell Tammy Abraham. Well, they apparently they've sold it. Yeah. They've sold Abraham to Roma. To to, Ro- to Roma, yes, for thirty million. Yeah. Is he sold? I, I just read that he was that was yeah, going to oh, happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you're making a noise because you also want to be paid. So is that why? Is that why you're making a noise? <laughs> no, no. Hey, I just is he sold? Is he sold? Can I call Arteta and tell him it's sold? <laughs> hey, hey, I heard. Arteta is reliant on Wonga yeah, and Wonga is reliant on his hair not being bleached. So, hey, there's a mutual, there's a symbiotic relationship that is in play here. Nah, I feel like, I but, feel like Arsenal just, I just feel like Arsenal, every time something big is happening, a player's about to get sold, they're like, hey, go send him a message so that they said that we tried to go for him, you know? Because it, yeah. it always ends up <laughs> not us not getting him. They're thinking, no, these guys are trying, they're working, but they're always late. Ah, nah, bro. The PR person, I, think, for, I think the PR for, person works overtime there at Arsenal. Sorry. Yeah, Matthew. Yeah. I was to say, for me, the interesting question about the Lukaku move, I think it's a fantastic bit of business for Chelsea. I'll just stop by that. Like, I think he's going to really um, 
he's he's proven quality. He knows how to score goals, and it's exactly what Chelsea need. What it will mean is that Chelsea might have to change their system a little bit. He's a very different player to what they've currently got. Yeah. Um. In the way that he in the way that he plays his hold up play. His you know he's um he's also he's far more direct than any of their current strikers in, in the way he approaches things. So I think they're going to have to slightly change. I do think Havertz will benefit out of that because of the way he plays the game and, and the, yeah. the the way he, he draws defenders out, it will create space for, for runs behind, which even Werner could potentially yeah. benefit from if he's in yeah. the side as a winger. Uh-huh. Um, but it will mean they'll have to change the way they play from, from what they do now. And then that, for me, that asks questions of Chelsea's midfield. They might have to change the, the, the way they currently rely on Mount and Jorginho to, to kind of be the, the driving force of creativity. That might be a different, uh, a different equation in the coming season. So it'll be interesting to see how they adapt the, the entire system for that in order to cater for, for having Lukaku in. Um, so it's in many ways very exciting for Chelsea. Um, and I think it's good for the league. I think it's good for the league to have a few really competitive sides there. And I think Chelsea and, and United are definitely not lying down and just going to, they're not just rolling over and letting City walk away with it. I, do, <laughs> I think Celo's doing some research there. Um, <laughs> I do want to throw this out there, though. One player from Chelsea, if he is on the move, and one player that I think would have a huge impact at Arsenal and Spurs and even Liverpool and United, but technically, if given the opportunity, is Adoy, Callum Hudson Adoy. I don't think mm. I think his future is in doubt with the, all these moves. And the question is, yes. right now, Wonga, why aren't you phoning Arteta to make this happen? No, they, uh, they can't afford him. No, nah, but and I think, but I mean, Which just is looking at, um, yeah, look, I, that's the thing. You know, you look at Arsenal. I don't want to go too much into it, but you're looking at Arsenal. You, you're just wondering what what the heck are they doing with the money? I mean, you're getting fifty million, and then you can hear that they're putting. Um, I can't remember who it was, but they, they, you hear they're all willing to spend another 40, 60, uh, another 40 to 60 million. And you're like, what the heck? And the players they're going for, uh, I, I don't know what they're trying to do. But anyway, in terms of um, Hudson Adoy, I think, uh, again, someone like him, same reason as um, he's, Hudson is still young, but no, I mean, yeah. he's not. I mean, he's been there for a while, you know, but no, I think he's, he, they, yeah, he needs to, he needs to get game he, time. No, he, lot, needs, he, needs, he needs to be the main guy. Time. He needs to either, he needs to either uh, go out on a loan or be sold. Yeah, he needs yeah. to do. He needs to do a Jesse Lingard. He needs to drop down a bit, even on loan. He go play, to play somewhere. Yeah, go play somewhere. Somewhere a bit low. In, you know, go somewhere like a Palace or a Newcastle. Get even a load the, of game time. Get some Spurs, well. Even the Spurs. Even the Spurs, guys. I don't know because he might yeah, not play yeah. every week at Spurs, and then it's like, well, what's it's the point? He if he's not gonna, he should play you know, every week at Spurs, in my opinion. A player like that, he should be. I, think I mean, Spurs right now, right? it's difficult for... Like, right now, we know... If we're looking at... Let's assess Liverpool hypothetically from a distance. They're not spending any money unless they're receiving money. We're looking at even Liverpool, Arsenal. Even Liverpool. Yeah, that's what I said. You'd be a good addition to the squad. But what I'm looking at, like, even Arsenal now... Arsenal's problem is, yeah, club, is they can't get any players, all the players that they want. And Spurs right now, I've got a fear. Like, I know we were joking about the Messi phone call. You know, Daniel Levy tapping up Messi. But realistically... <laughs> <laughs> when they're looking for the players that they want I mean the, the good thing about these two clubs is that they are based in London that's always going to be the selling point for them they don't need a Grealish they've got, they've got yeah. London but I think that's been the worrying pattern so far this window I don't know correct me if I'm wrong guys well I think Spurs I mean if we end up holding on to Kane which is still a big if I think you know that City might be inspired by Messi going to PSG to pony up and pay the cash for Kane so that they can be competitive in the Champions League but I mean, all the focus, I suppose, has been on the Kane deal, but they've actually also done some quite smart business. They brought in Romero from from Italy, and he's yeah. he's he's a solid defender. He was their be- be- voted best defender in Italy last season. Um, 
Brian Gill, who I really didn't hadn't really heard of before we signed him, and I did a bit of research. He had a really solid season at Sevilla. He was part of the deal um, that saw Lamella go the other way. He's quite a yeah, very good left winger, left footed, very naturally skilled, very similar to like an earlier version of Bale. You know, not to say that they're necessarily the same player, but you know, it's it's it is a bit of a gap. I've got to give I've got to give Wonga something to cheer about. Um, and obviously they've been linked to a, a couple of other players. Spurs were linked with along with a couple of other sides in England to so that Sabitzer guy at Leipzig. Um, there was that bid for uh, Latoro Martinez at Inter, which I think I don't think he wants to go to Spurs. But I think they've been kind of busy. Obviously, all the focus has been on Kane. But I'm sort of today I was thinking about it and I was I was kind of like sort of for a little bit, a moment, sort of quietly optimistic. Like if we did hold on to Kane, we've actually coming out of this this window with a slightly stronger squad than we left. I'm still slightly worried about our defence, although um, I think that the the if, if Romero comes in and, and kind of takes control there, I think Sanchez and Dyer around him will be, will, will learn and grow and they'll benefit from having that leader there. So I think, you know, I, I certainly feel better with Spurs squad than I would if we were, had Arsenal's one, for example. I want to ask you another question. I can really see the heat up in North London to see who, who finishes higher this season. Uh, if Harry Kane leaves, uh, if, uh, like, there's, no, there's no question. But if he's there, uh, I, can't, I can't say much. Okay. But if he leaves, uh, yeah. I want to ask about the leading thing because Cole was saying, so if Man City don't get Harry Kane, if they don't, he thinks, or she thinks that Chelsea will win the league with Lukaku. Yeah, it's a possibility. Uh uh-uh. but I don't know. Possibility, don't know. but percentage-wise, uh-uh. in terms of possibility, no. How guys, I think, guys, I think percentage, percentage-wise, you still have to back the. Oh yeah, there's Man United. Yeah. So you back, you, you back, <laughs> so you back, so you back, the, so you back the defending champion first. What's funny about that, guys? Wonga for Man United. He didn't even consider okay. it. You're forgetting Sancho went to, went to United. Top corner there with the free I, kick. I, 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 would rather, I would rather have uh, focus not, not, on, not on my club. No, no. Celo, don't do that to yourself. <laughs> Remember just before the Euros when we were talking about the dark horse of Turkey. Don't be the dark horse, bro. Because they no, went out in the first horse. round. They didn't win a game. No, <laughs> Let's man, not pretend. That's that, you know, where, where are those guys? Where's Aljun and all of them, like, in terms of selling us that false dream? Who are the Turkey, the dark horses? No, but yeah, I'm they un- pulled I'm off unsold, their con and they left. I'm, un- I'm unsold uh, Denmark for us, so, so at least. But, but, yeah. but, what, but, but what I do feel is that even though Man City doesn't get, even, they, even, if, even if they don't get uh, a Harry Kane, I still feel that they are the favorites because they are the defending champions. So I put the defending champions as the favorites because they've added. Grealish, a top 10 player in the Premier League. Um, okay, cool. They're probably going to um, have to let go of Bernardo Silva because um, he, it's been mentioned that he wants to leave. Um, Atletico Madrid might sign him. Uh, but yeah, so I really think that he, I mean, that what's this, that Man City looks like the club uh, to beat. Um, Chelsea with Lukaku, yes, I can agree that they can definitely be in the conversation. And I'm not sure what's happening in Merseyside because FCON is happening and that, hey, is still, hey. that is still on the horizon. So losing your two best Tough players times, to, to, to FCON in the middle of the season, it's not going to be easy. So I think let, you, let me tell you guys something. It's, it's something. A little, two friends in two days. Yeah, okay, go ahead, Wonga. I'll, yeah, I'll, so, so, yeah, I'll just, yes, just a quick comment. Silo saying that they, they, that they're going to lose their top, the, 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 the best strikers. Last season, it was the defenders and they saw fire. Now, 
it's going to be the, 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 the front three. And we'll see how they manage that. The people who can't put a ball in the you, net. You, you need you need to sign you need to sign you need to sign some 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 players. That's that's all I'm saying. Mm. I'm not saying that Liverpool won't be, won't be doing well. I'm just saying that when those guys are gone, that. who is going to be there? Because I don't know who's going to be there. So in terms of actual transfer activity, factually speaking, when we're dealing with Matt's facts, yes, I agree with you guys. When we're dealing with my facts, conspiracy facts, what Liverpool do have. Don't call your man. things facts if we're calling my things facts. My things are facts. Your things are, are things. There's something else. <laughs> my, my things, there's still testament to the things that I say because they do come to fruition. Yours, like you, you're following the book, but sometimes, you know, where the book can only take you so far. You're just you reading tea what, leaves, what, man. So what, like, so what are you saying? So what are you saying? So what do the tea leaves say? So what Tell I'm us saying, what the tea says. What I'm saying is, ah, thank you. Thank you very much there. This is what I'll be saying. We've got Darren who is saying the things. Just give me a second. I'm, I'm losing focus here with one hand. Uh, there we go. Here we go. Jota is on fire this preseason, but the 12th man for Liverpool. However long that lasts, we've just played a friendly, and we can see the difference is already made to the squad like Liverpool playing at Anfield with fans. So, yes, we do need the players, and yes, realistically, challenging for the title, ah, yeah, it's going to be a tough one. But... I think it's going to be a big factor that we will have fans in the stands. That's number one. Number two, we've got Jota. He's doing the business. And we can see, judging what I've seen in the, free, uh, in the friendlies, he's going to be starting up there. And Amino Minu also scored the next day. So we've got some players. We don't obviously have also the same caliber. Yeah. But you know, you know, Claudio, you know all the teams have also fans Suna. back, right? It's not something they're just given to Liverpool. Like you guys get a 12th man and everybody else must still be in an Liverpool's empty stadium. Liverpool's 12th man is different and you know that. Don't don't even I, compare I, I, Spurs' twelfth man to Liverpool's twelfth man. Alex. Come on, guys, so, are you being serious here? So, so so what happened? So what happened between nineteen ninety one and twenty nineteen? Yes, because you we had, had sh- fans in the stadium. Really shit players. You had, really had eighteen. No, but that eighteen years. Tell me that eighteen. That eighteen year. Is it eighteen years? What was your twelfth man doing then? Eight years. Just... Oh, twenty eight years. That twenty eight years span. <laughs> what was the twelfth man for twenty eight years? You're telling me the twelfth man couldn't be heard for eighteen for twenty eight years? Hey, there were things behind now... the scenes that weren't working as well ah. then, and that's the fact. So, so the now, fact. so but then now, behind the scenes, the twelfth man is get up. They get up. So now, the so then, know. they're giving the twelfth man energizers. I just want to check how the how the facts work for you, Daniel. So the facts are twelfth man. So the facts are that then the twelfth man wasn't good enough to fix bad players. Now yeah. you're going to lose your best players, but the 12th yeah. man will be good enough we'll to fix that. Oh. We're going to lose our best players, but we're going to speak to the countries to make sure they get knocked out of Afcon. You know these things. That's all. Yeah, they but but yeah, but yeah. <laughs> just 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 to answer Pocket's question, um, there's been Afcon. Okay, let me just say, CAF is a is a okay. Mickey Mouse organ, um, organization first and foremost because they used yeah. to they used to uh, always be a. Um, January, February tournament, right? And then what happened mm-hmm. was they changed presidency and they moved to June. So they've been a June tournament for about maybe the last three editions. I think three mm-hmm. or four editions. Yeah, the last three editions, I think they've been a, a June tournament uh, in the in the off-season. And then now they've gone back to being a June, February tournament. I don't know why they decided to go back to June, February because they've always had this issue of club versus country. That is why like a player like Joel Matip retired from international football when you were still a child. Yes. One, of, one of the reasons, yeah. One of the reasons exactly. because 
because then um he, he had to leave Schalke and then Cameroon wanted him to play and he just said, I don't know, I'm just going to retire, retire. And also the administrative side of Cameroon was not good for him and so on. Yeah. But, you know, they yeah. both had that club versus country issue. So you're going to have that issue again happening in, in, in January, February. And it's, it's just a nightmare, man. It's just a nightmare because I think they should have just taken what they've done in South America. South American football leagues are a calendar year, calendar year leagues. So the Copa Libertadores and their professional leagues are February to November leagues, but their um, continental competition is done in the off-season. So CAF, where where like uh, Egypt does a February to November league, they can still have CAF in the middle of the season. Egyptian league and other North African leagues can just take a break during June uh, for a month and then continue. But hey, guys, uh, maybe these things are too simplistic in nature where most of your best players are playing in Europe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think, but I agree with you. So I think they should. Yeah, you need to consider it because for a player, you need to consider everyone in 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 the situation. Um, and I think last, like you said, last time they met in June, and then it works for everyone that's that's playing overseas. The reality is, most if you want good players, where the good players going to play? Unless you improve our leagues, the good players are going to play in Europe. You know. Yeah. And I think yeah, that's like the way they did it before was going well, and now you go change it back to create another mess because now these guys like. Like money, as good as money and salary are, if they, someone comes in and performs better than them, <laughs> a coach is, is going to be winning. I, I know Salah and money are probably like on top form, of the yeah. game, but yeah. yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna try the guy. Or if he gets injured and the other guy starts performing, yeah, it, it kills the guy's spot in the team. I think you just need yeah. to we need to consider these things. But yeah, it's, I don't know why you'd make such a decision. And I mean, yeah, I think just uh, going back to. Coquetto's comment, yeah, this is exactly why Celo and Matt are saying, you know, it's going to be trouble for Liverpool here. Losing a player like Vinaldum and not replacing him, that, that is trouble in paradise. But we do have young players. Harley so, wait, I up. thought you said, don't you have all those guys sitting in the stands cheering it's it on? It won't matter if there's a gap Harley in the midfield. Recall from, they can, recall from Lowe, they can so he's not going to use their the collective mind power to move the ball around the field <laughs> like a hive mind. <laughs> and on that note, and on that note, it's uh, time to wrap up the show. So we're going to end off with the final thoughts from Wonga, Matt, and Selo, and then we'll see you guys on Thursday. But let's hear these final thoughts, guys. They better be golden, like the like what you're saying there, Matt. It better be that collective goldness. Let's hear it. Ah, nothing golden for me. I'm just um, really, really worried at my team um, and where they're probably going to end up this season. I think we'll have. Um, yeah, that'll be a final thought for me. I think Arteta is going to, as much as I, I like the, the, the person, um, not fired, but I think he's going to have he's, he's going to have questions. Arsenal fans are going to want a lot from him. He's, okay. he's definitely not going to be finishing. He's going to struggle to get above above eight, I think, um, especially with what the other teams are doing. Um, so they're going to ask. It's going to be a really tough season for him, I think, especially if you're in all those other cups as well. Yeah. It's going to be tough. It's yeah. going to be tough. UEFA Conference League, League Cup, FA Cup, fighting for Premier minus, League. Minus one man in the stand, not 12th man. <laughs> ten, <laughs> ten, ten in the stand. <laughs> nah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah, look, for me, I think it's going to be a really competitive league. Um, I'm I'm really struggling to... I keep sitting down and thinking, who am I, who, who's going to come top four? Who's going to win? And it's really hard to decide who's, who's looking good and because there's... So many sides have strengthened. It's it's often we get to this stage of the season and it's clear there's one or two sides who have slipped backwards. Um, now, you know, maybe other than Liverpool, everybody's really strengthened. They're, they're even like as much as I'm worried about Spurs losing Kane, Spurs have also made some smart signings. Uh, 
Arsenal, you could argue, have made some smart business in getting in Ben White because it was clear they were struggling with it for a leader at the back, and maybe he's going to, yeah. you know, yeah. be that be that strong voice. I mean, it remains to be seen if he could do it. I think they're still missing someone to partner with Party. Um, but the, the, it, all the sides have kind of made made some good, done some good. But even Villa for losing Grealish, they've also brought in some really smart signings. So I think there's some really yeah. interesting kind of stories that are going to play out, and I can't wait for it to be back. And it's going to be so loud. Can you imagine? Fans back in the stands. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think uh, it's just going to be a great season. I'm excited for it. I'm not leaving my house this weekend unless you guys are hosting a party uh, for, for, for the viewing of the games. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, I'm going to be staying home. Excited for the Premier League season. Um, yeah, man. It's, uh, it's what I live for. Uh, it's what uh, brings us together. Uh, but uh, Man United just need one more time. When, when does it bring us together, Celo? When? Tuesday and Thursdays, half past seven. Ah, good man. <laughs> yeah, let's go. He just knows how to do it. He just, you know, he slips it in there. Nice. Just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, excited and yeah, as I said, Man United need one more signing, um, and then I'll then, then I'll feel that uh, we'll we'll win the league. For mine, I'm just super excited that Thursday show is going to be the first pre-match Mooty. The proper first pre-match mooty since the the off seasons kicked off, where we're actually going to be covering the weekend's fixtures. So don't forget to join us then. We look forward to having you. And remember, if you don't know what to be, be cool. Be, be cool. cool. <laughs>